Good morning. This is season four, episode 111, 111, and it has been so long since I've done this because we have been um, just immersed in like school, but I would say that that's not a good excuse to be unfaithful to reading the Bible. So, um, my son's complaining about how much school he has. Okay. We're going to go to Psalm 110, but first I'm going to, um, do some declarations with you. And guys, I want you to repeat after me. I am blessed and highly favored. Jesus loves me. He gave his life for me. So that I would have life forever with him. Micah, where do you belong? Come on. You know why every time it's a problem when we're doing memory work. When I say something to you, do you say why or do you say okay? What do you think? Daddy always says obey and then ask why. why? This is part so that I'm not shouting and you're obeying. Okay, this is part of an acrostic poem. It's after the introductory note of praise, and each line begins with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Just say it. Can I go this box? Yes. No. Okay, I want you to close your book, Cade. Psalm 111. Read, the, read this for us, baby. How are you the white tail? Read this for us, honey. I don't want Okay, go to daddy for a spanking. I don't read it. It's too late. You you earned a spanking. It makes me sad. Go to your father for a spanking and then come back and try again. Hey, Micah, read again. this for me, please. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'll thank the Lord with all my heart that I made his godly people. Can you slow people. down, please? How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should honor him. That's good. Yeah. I mean them. Yes. Yes, very good. Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should ponder them. Everyone, everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember his wonderful works. How gracious and merciful is our Lord. Okay, Cade, read verse 5. It's on the board.
Hold on. <laughs> you slow down and read it nicely. I can't hear a word you're saying. He has shown their great power to his people by giving them the land of the nations. All he does is his. Okay, start at the top again. Good job. Start at the top again and read with some more clarity. I didn't hear a word you said. He gives, yeah. he, get, he gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. He Slow down a little bit. <laughs> Look at baby copying you. <laughs> okay. Come on, verse 6. He has shown the great power back to his people here by giving them the land of many nations. All he does is rip them and and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true. You're, you're, okay, start at verse 6 again and read it clearer. <laughs> and slow down. Enunciate. That means Luke, say your no. words clearly. You have a book in front of you. Put it down. Do yeah, verse 6. Right I'll tell you if I can understand you. You have shown his great power by two people. You're still going fast. <laughs> Sometimes Micah mumbles and we can't understand him. I'm teaching you to speak clearly. I was reading fast. Don't read fast. If you don't read fast, then you won't mumble. Shh. And would you be quiet? You have nothing to say to him. Look at me. You have nothing to say to him. Okay, go ahead, Cade. You're still going fast. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. That's like a clear way. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of their nations. Now slow down. You started better. Start at seven. You started better. All he does is just is just a good and all the Guaranteed. Okay, you speed up you sped up at the end. Do the last line again. Okay. Yeah, he gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. 
He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good, and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name he has. Fear the Lord. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. What, sweetie? Uh, the sky get He did what? food for the disciples. For the disciples? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Let's say a prayer to the Lord. Thank you, God. Repeat after me. Thank you, God. You're amazing. You're amazing. Come on, Hope and Luke. I delight in you. Everything you do. Come on, Hope. Everything you do reveals your glory and majesty. You too, Cade. Uh, your righteousness never fails me. I remember your wonderful works. You're gracious and merciful. You give me food. You remember your promises. You give me the land of other nations. Everything you do is just and good. Your commandments are trustworthy. Hopi, come on. Your commandments are trustworthy. They're true forever. I will obey you faithfully. And with all my integrity. You paid my full ransom. And you guaranteed your covenant with me forever. You have a holy, awe-inspiring name. You are the foundation of wisdom. Help me grow in your wisdom. Come on, Hopi. I did it. By obeying your commandments. I praise you forever. Very good. Okay, I'm going to go to Proverbs. You guys did a great job. Proverbs 17. And I'm going to go to verses 13. It says, If you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. What does that mean? If somebody does something good to you and you do something evil to them, then you'll always be evil. Evil will never leave your house. That's crazy. Cade, what else did you learn from that? You've got to do good to people, right? 
Hopi, do you have to do good to other people? Yeah. Yeah, Luki, do you need to do good things to people? No. Yes. We have to do bad things if we be mean. Well, if you do bad things, guess what? Evil stays in the house. And if you do good things, guess what? Evil has to go away. We got to do good stuff. Because I was... On people, then they will get mad and mad. I was smushing evil. Okay, and we're going to talk about the next one. Kate, read that for me. This one. Starting a quarrel. The one on top. Starting a quarrel is like opening the floodgates. So stop before the spirit breaks out. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Starting a, a quarrel. What's a quarrel? Uh, oh, it's a good good guess. A quarrel in this sense is a fight. Uh, quarrel, like you were thinking, uh, is spelled differently. C O R. So, so this means. Okay, come on. He's he's not telling you what to do. He's telling you how to spell something. And I don't need that. Starting a quarrel, starting a fight. Is like opening a floodgate. What is a floodgate? A floodgate is a gate that make a like a dam or a lake so that the food overflows and won't explode. Yep. Let's see. I'll show you what opening a floodgate looks like. Okay, so that's like a floodgate that was opened. What about when it closes? Then the water stops. See these over here? Those are closed. See no water's coming from them? This one is open. Watch, I'll show you again. Did you know that there was actually a dam made of concrete and then there was water coming down the floodgate and it literally made a hole that was like two, two feet deep in the concrete. Wow. I'm just pounding it. Okay, watch this. Because there was like chunks of concrete flying out of it. It's dangerous to be. This is the top of it. When the dam floodgates on the Colorado River open in Central Texas. Did you know the Colorado River flows into Central Texas? Mommy, I think I remember hearing that there's actually two Colorado Rivers. Are there? This might be the other one. Well, thank you for knowing that, because I didn't know that. I was surprised. I, I, think, I think it goes by Austin. Like, it's called the Colorado Mommy, River, but it's not the same one that, that, that made the um, Great Grand Canyon. Oh, um, actually, a floodgate. Let's see. Okay, this is... Watch. The floodgates are open. Look how little the people are. Look how tall the water is, as tall as the people. They're opening the floodgates. The Army Corps of Engineers is releasing water from a spillway along the Mississippi River in Louisiana. Spillway? Yeah. Yeah, what's that? They're hoping to avoid a bigger disaster in heavy, heavily populated areas downstream. Look how the water is much taller than the people. If you put a person down here, a person might be this tall. Well, look at the water's like five times as big as the people. That's pretty wild. 
Okay, so what did we learn? Starting a fight, starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate. <coughs> so stop before a dispute breaks out. What does that mean, Cade? What? Uh, Guess. Uh, going to a bathroom. <laughs> Starting a fight is like opening a floodgate. I want to see the floodgate. So stop before a dispute want, breaks out. What does that mean? Mommy, I want to see the floodgate. Uh, evil? <laughs> <laughs> a floodgate is evil. A, a fight is evil. So what does God say? Mommy, I want to. No, don't do it. Yeah. Hopi, <laughs> what does it mean to me to say starting a fight is like opening a floodgate? What does that mean? Um, being like Satan. It's like, it's just like doing Satan's work. Hope's not reading. She can't, she's not, she's listening to me. When you guys read, you're processing the words, right? No, I'm not. She can read. Yes, you are. She can read. Hopi, like, can I get? Are toys? you reading? Yeah. You have a cat though. Are you giving him up? Uh, Isaiah twenty. I'm getting toys for him. No. <coughs> okay. Listen. This is a message about Egypt and Ethiopia. Do you know what happened in Isaiah so far? No. I want to see the Friday. I'll show you this so we get a reminder because it's been a long time, huh?
Okay, listen. It's okay, baby. Can I hold him? He's drinking. Big guy. Attention, please. In chapter 6, what happens? In chapter 6 of Isaiah, what happens? In chapter 6. The temple vision was given to Isaiah. What is he supposed to do? Yeah. Are they going to work? No. It's not going to work. Israel doesn't care. Who conquers the Jews? King does uh, Isaiah have to go Ahaz. tell Ahaz. King Ahaz? What does Isaiah have to say to him? You're going down! You're going down! He says, you in the light. And I have it all! What new king is coming? Emmanuel. Who's Emmanuel? Emmanuel Jesus. 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 the king? Who, who in the Old Testament represents Jesus? He delivers the people. Nope. No, uh, Jehovah. Who am I thinking of? Jehovah? He lets the people out of um, bondage. Moses. Moses. I'm so bad at this. You had good guesses, Kate. Give yourself a break. Who's gonna come as a new branch from the stump of David's family? Uh, I don't know. Emmanuel. Jesus. 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 Who is the Spirit of God? Who's the Spirit of God? You know. Holy. Holy. Spirit, yeah, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Sit in this. Is that hot? Luke, get off the table, please. Okay. Thank you. Who comes after Assyria, Hopi? Babylon. Syria of Babylon. Babylon of First, we have a large collection of poems that explore God's judgment and the We learn, first of all, about the fall of Babylon. Okay, so. 
Right now we're in this section where we're learning about the fall of Babylon and Israel's neighbors. Who's going to replace Babylon and Assyria? Persia. What did they do in Babylon? Destroy it. So right now, Isaiah is listing Israel's neighbors, and he's telling them what? You're going to be ruined, right? You're going down. You're going down, baby. You're going down. You're going down. Okay, so now I'm going to stop this because we're in verse 20. Okay, so you guys get it? What's happened so far in Isaiah? Nope, not a clue. Then you should have. You want it repeated all to me again? No. Okay. All right, this is the message about one of Assyria's, two of Assyria's neighbors. This is Egypt and Ethiopia. And the year when King Sargon. Who's Sargon? The great United Sargon Sargon the great In the year when King Sargon of. Assyria sent his commander in chief to capture the Philistine city of Ashad. I think I'm gonna be a king one day. Yeah, you might be. The Lord told Isaiah, son of Amos, carry off, take off the burlap you've been wearing and remove your sandals. So guess what? Oh, he's on holy ground. Isaiah did as he was told and walked around naked and barefoot. Then the Lord said, My servant Isaiah has been walking around naked and barefoot for the last three years. So how long did Isaiah have to walk around naked and barefoot? Three years. Three years, no shoes, no clothes. This is a sign, a symbol of the terrible troubles I will bring upon Egypt and Ethiopia. This is humiliating to walk around without clothes. It's disgraceful. It's distasteful, right? For the king of Assyria will take away the Egyptians and Ethiopians as prisoners. The Cushites. The Ethiopians are the Hebrew Cushites. Yeah. Okay, they're in Cush. That means they're in Cush. He will make them walk naked and barefoot, both young and old, their buttocks bared to the shame of Egypt. Then, Cade, sit. Then the Philistines will be thrown into panic, for they counted on the power of Ethiopia and boasted of their allies in Egypt. They will say, if this can happen to Egypt, what chance do we have? We were counting on Egypt to protect us from the king of Assyria. <laughs> Who was counting on Egypt to protect them? The Philistines. Cush. The Philistines. Ethiopia. Oh, you're right. The, the Philistines. Sorry. Okay, stop. The Philistines were counting on Egypt to protect them. Right? Mm -hmm. They counted on the power of Ethiopia and boasted of their friendship with Egypt. Um, can somebody get me the chronological Bible, please? Oh, I will. Thank you, Cade. That's wonderful. Do you know what it is? Oh, Daddy got it for us. Thank you. Oh, thanks, buddy. 
Don't ever throw a Bible, right? Okay, sit back down. We're going to go to 1443. I thought eggs were coming to you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Stand up on the word of God. It's B-I-B-L-E. Thank you, Micah. Okay. We the, uh, we ended where the religious leaders ask Jesus for a sign. Do you know why they wanted a sign? Because they didn't believe him. Yeah, they didn't believe him. Good job. So now we're going to read about Jesus describing his true family. What do you think he's going to say? Everybody that believes in him. Yeah. Describing his true family. Does this mean you have to have the same blood as Jesus? No. You just have to believe in him and then do all the things that it says in the Who made this? You have to just believe in him. Mom, it's not even that. You believe in your Aunt Corey made that for me. It's not even that we can do enough good things to. We're not able to do enough good things. To be part of Jesus' family. We're saved by... Hope you learned about this Sunday. We're saved by... Jesus. Grace. Gratitude. No. Grace. Grace. Can you work Grace. for Jesus? Can you work yeah. to earn your, your life forever, I mean? Yeah. You cannot work your way into heaven. Okay. Listen, we're going to hear three different stories, and I want you guys to tell me in these three stories what what each author adds. Okay? I hope you didn't get that wet. Did you? Okay, put it back away. Can you hand me that on the ground like Matthew's account is from chapter 12, 46 to 50. Right there behind you. I mean right there. Okay, you guys are not paying attention. Hope, sit down. Luke, sit down, I'm and Kate, come back. Thank you. I know you put that away for me. Thank you. Matthew 12, verse 46 to 50. So there's only five verses I'm reading. 46, 47, 48, 49, 50. Five verses. Wow. As Jesus was speaking to the crowd. Literally wants to go down. His mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside. Ah. What? That's scraping really close to my ears. It's like... That doesn't help me. Your mother and your brothers are outside and they want to speak to you. Jesus asked, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, not on there. Look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So what is the key to be being part of Jesus' family? I'll have to believe him and do stuff like that. And then, yeah, what did Jesus say? These are my brothers. Anyone who does the will of God. Yes. Okay, now let's listen to Mark's version. This is Mark 3, verse 31 to 35. Let's see what new Mark adds. Okay? Then Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him. They stood outside and sent word for him to come out and talk with them. 
What do you think they wanted? Um, to convince him to come home and stop doing all that stuff? No, we don't know. There was a crowd sitting around Jesus, and someone said, Your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. Jesus replied, Cade, where do you belong? Who is my brother? Who are my brothers? Then he looked at those around him and said, Look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Control your body. Say, excuse me. Thank you. Luke, now we're going to... What did uh, Mark add to that? I think it was pretty much the same account. Right? Okay, now let's hear Luke's version. Listen up. It's only three verses. Then Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him. But they couldn't get to him because of the crowd. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside and they want to see you. Jesus replied, my mother and my brothers. This is the third account of the same story. So I'm asking you to listen for anything new. See if you can find it. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside and they want to see you. Control your body. I just told Kate that. Jesus replied, my mother and brothers are all those who hear God's word and obey it. Now, what did... Ooh, no. What did Luke add to the story? He added that there was a crowd and they wanted to get to Jesus, not him come out. Could they get to Jesus? They couldn't even get to him. Why do you think they couldn't get to him? Because they had a crowd. So many people were interested in what he wanted to say. Are all the people that were interested... Hopi... (coughs) Never do that to him. No. You know, but now don't do it anymore. She scruffed him. I don't want her to do that. I don't want you guys to scruff him. That's only for mommy cats. Alright. Okay. Um... Listen, Cade, hey, why couldn't they get to Jesus? Because there was a... There were too many people. Was everybody around Jesus good? No. No. What were some of those people trying to do? Kill They were trying to kill him. Were they trying to trick him? Yeah. Why were they trying to trick him? They wanted his money. He didn't have a lot of money. Why did they want to kill Jesus? Because they were mad at him, teaching that they weren't powerful. He, why didn't they like him? Because they were mad at him, teaching they weren't powerful. They didn't believe in Jesus. He was exposing their sins. That's why. He's like, we don't have any sins at all. Were they just did that? That's simple. How dare you? You shall die now. Were the people that were like Pharisees and Sadducees proud? Yeah. Is that thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah. It's thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs up. So what was Jesus telling them? Yes. He told them they did wrong things. And did they like it? No. He didn't they didn't like it. Do you know what, you guys? When you when I tell you to fix your behavior, do you like it? No. You like it? That's good. But should you like it when people discipline you? No. Yes. You should like it when people discipline you for the Lord. Yes. But you added the for the Lord part after. The Lord 
loves those, disciplines those that he loves. Should the Pharisees and the Sadducees have listened to Jesus? Yes. Give me an example of a Pharisee or a Sadducee that listened to Jesus. Nicodemus. Nicodemus. What's your question? The Pharisees didn't like God. They were. A lot, most of them disobeyed him. What? No, not right now. Okay. So, what should your attitude be when I discipline you or Daddy disciplines you? No. It's not fun, but you should appreciate it, and you should try to change your behavior. Just like when the Lord disciplines me, what do I do? Is it easy? Sometimes I really struggle with it. But am I grateful? Yes, yes, yes. I think the hardest discipline I have had, listen, I think the hardest discipline I've had was Luke's birth. But was I grateful to the Lord? Yeah, what do you mean with Luke's birth? I was very grateful to the Lord. I'll I'll tell you another day. Well, okay, I'll tell you now. It was extremely painful. And I could, Luke could have lost his life or I could have lost my life. Why? Because I didn't obey the Lord. He told me to walk while I was pregnant with Lukey and I didn't listen to him. Simple. Go for a walk every day and I didn't do it. And so Luke's birth was extremely hard on me. And my and I cried during it. And I screamed. And he's the only one that I really screamed at his birth. It was very painful, but he was. What about a, me? God saved him. He was healthy. Can I didn't I scream at your out? birth. You did, yeah. When you were ready to come out, I knew you were coming, and then, boop, out you came. Like go. Uh, it took 19 hours though. It took a long time. Were you up 19 hours? It took 30 hours or 33 hours with Micah. Oh, hope you took three hours, and then. Um, Lukey, everything was like five hours, and um, Victory was like I don't know, two hours. So it gets it's easier as you go. Okay, wait, I found the end of I mean, he's my fourth baby, but it was I the hardest it. one. Mommy, I found the end of Oh, but you have to obey the Lord. No, no. You have to obey the Lord. I know. Um, Mommy, I found the end of Is that. Maverick, that you hurt? That's why he growls at you. Go away and go sit at the table now. All right, so Jesus, I do thank you for my family. I do thank you for each of my children. I love them, and I love my husband. And thank you, Jesus, for how you created all of us. We do thank you for uh, gorgeous George. I thank you, Jesus, for this baby kitty. We're so grateful for all that you provide. And Lord Jesus, we know that you're providing for us still even now. And we bless each child to know just how deeply and how completely they're loved by you. Lukey, listen. Listen. We repent for the ways that we disobey you, God. I ask that you would, I ask that you would restore us um, to the center of your will. I ask that you would make us... Um, to be genuine before you and to heed your voice and to worship you, to go deeply into worship with you, God. 
I um, repent for being distracted. I, I repent for feeling like I'm too busy to do this because it's a lie. Uh, this is the most important thing that we do every single day. And Lord, help us to return to this um, praise and worship time in Jesus' name that we do it before co-op every day, that we do it every Friday, that even on uh, Mondays and Wednesdays that we find an anchor in the day to do this. Um, Lord Jesus, help my children learn how to listen. Lord Jesus, help them learn how to obey. Help them long for you. Help them say in their hearts that you're the most important thing in their lives. Jesus, if there's anything that you do for them, help them to fear you, God. And help us to fear you more than anything in life. We, we love you. We want to worship you. We want to be your people. We are your remnant. I thank you, Jesus, for Equip 222. We bless the moms there and the children there. We bless our family to be better in Jesus' name, that health would be secured. We bless Christine and her body in Jesus' name that she would come back to full health in Jesus' name. I bind every cancer, every disease, every um, infection, and I command it to leave in Jesus' name. Amen. I also ask for strength for her children. Lord Jesus, I ask that Kathy would be um, strengthened today as well. And then we do pray for Grandma and Mosky. Lord Jesus, we pray for a move that we would like to make. I ask that it would be in your plans, God, or tell us your plans because we want to do your plans, not our own plans. Yeah, I don't want to pray for my will to be done. I want to pray to receive your story for us. Open the books of our lives, God, and and read the the, uh, pages of those books to us, God. And I ask in Jesus' name that you do that for my children, that you give them context for this season in their life. And I pray for the state of California and for America. In Jesus' name that, um, that they would return to you, that they would repent and get on their faces before you, but also that our family would be held and safe in this environment. In Jesus' name we do pray for these things. And we worship Amen. you, God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Okay. Amen. Mom.